I'm Samantha. And you're listening to Reaper Tales. And today we're going to talk about getting the heck out of my swamp, donkey. <laughs> you knew I was going to do that. you were going to do that. This is going to bring it all the way back around to Shrek. Of course. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, cryptids um, that are around water. I think yours is in a swamp, swamp. too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swamp based cryptids. So basically, yes Um, and no. Mine's a little bit of both, but yeah, it's Florida. We we all know that there's plenty of swamp there. Is a swamp? It's a trash swamp. (laughs) Sorry if you're from Florida. Uh, (laughs) Before we get same thing, (laughs) yeah. Before we get started, Samantha, what am I drinking? You are drinking the Swamp Monster Vodka Cocktail. Uh, This one's pretty straightforward. It's one ounce lemon juice, one ginger beer, one ounce vodka, one ounce Midori, or as you modified it, obviously, because she never does it exactly according to the recipe. Uh, What was it? A lemonade truly instead? Yeah, it was a lemonade. Yeah, I didn't have the the green liqueur, so I used a watermelon lemonade truly. And it tastes really gonna, good. You're going to mix all of it up. But the reason the Midori, the uh, anybody that's ever used it, it's like neon color. So it's going to give you that neon color to the drink. Um, so it almost looks like a radioactive <laughs> swamp or yeah. something. Well, since mine wasn't green, you see, I put it in this like green cup. Green yeah. cup. Yeah. It's hard to see. You've got the sun coming in right on your camera. I know. I, I can't help it because I leave every window in my house open well when it's nice take advantage of it yeah i'm trying to cure my depression with (laughs) vitamin d (laughs) wear that sunscreen i do indoors that's why i'm so shiny right now (laughs) the price we pay i know all right so i am gonna go first are you ready to hear about the skunk ape okay with when we said swamp, I wasn't expecting a skunk ape. Like, I'm not gonna. I was expecting, like, I don't know, a siren or like a weird crocodile or something. That would like be that. cute. But no, uh, no. This was re- this was uh, requested by my dear husband, um, and he wanted to hear more about it. He knows the basics, which I'll go over, and then I'll go over a little bit more detail. So, are you ready? I, I'm holding on to my butt. Let's go. <laughs> So, sightings peaked in the 1970s as construction of residential homes increased and caused their land to dwindle, which pushed them further and further into the Everglades. Many people are still skeptical that they even exist, though sightings continue even today, many of which are, quote, very credible. Regardless, the SD, what was it, SD Japjaki, or Tall Man, is more commonly known as the skunk ape since the 1960s, which was when the term was first invented. It's also known as Florida's Bigfoot. (laughs) Florida's not going to have a Bigfoot. It's going to have a Bigfoot that stinks badly. (laughs) So we're starting out strong, right? Calm down, Florida. You don't need everything. This is setting it up really well because... This is going to be a fun episode. All right. So let's start with the description. So our dear listeners, 
can imagine these creatures while I talk about them and give a little more detail. Per westpalmbeach.com, the average skunk ape has shaggy reddish to dark brown hair, stands approximately seven feet tall, and weighs in the vicinity of 400 to 500 pounds. Then there is the smell. Described as a revolting mixture of wet dog, skunk, and rotting eggs. Which I just think is rude, but whatever. Oh my God. You know what I imagine is Clifford the Big Red Dog. That description. <laughs> soaking, like, wet. <laughs> soaking wet Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah, sort of. The skunk ape is reported to be a carnivore. And Seminole legend says that the SD Jabjaki was cannibalistic. Mm. In addition, they are described as bipedal. Remember from a previous episode, that means they walk on two legs. Um, an ape-like creature, a pro- other websites said approximately five to seven feet or one and a half to 2.1 meters for those of you that are not in the United States, because we are the only ones that use the imperial system. When compared to Bigfoot reports, the skunk ape seems to be smaller in stature compared to Bigfoot. By far, its most defining characteristic, again, is the smell, because you don't really hear that with normal Bigfoot sightings. It sounds Maybe they so just don't get close enough. Like, I just want to... Well, that's the idea. <laughs> I, I think the point is that's what gets everybody's attention. It's the smell before it's the actual sighting. What is it about, like, the thought of a nasty smell that just, like... Ugh, like, just... Ugh. Everybody ugh. makes the same sound in the same face. <laughs> I know. It's just... Ugh. Maybe it's because it's hot humid and just gross and it's so, a lot yeah, of florida. It's, it's so much worse when it's in like florida you're like in a in a sauna where it just like incubates and just circulates that smell you walk out of the like, door and it like immediately you're covered in sweat and salt it's just, yeah there's uh, no airflow there's nothing it's just like that humidity just kind of heavy keeps it in that area mm-hmm. <sighs> for those of you that do not live in the south or have not been in the south let me just say, I had a friend that lived in California on that side of the United States her whole life, and she was a professional bodybuilder, and she used to have clients online that were that were in the South, and she was like, just go outside for a run. Do these things for your cardio. Get outside when you can. And then she moved here, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, this is very <laughs> different from the heat of the summer in California. I, I don't blame them for not wanting to get out in this to run. It's not even that. It's like super dangerous too. You can't, like you can't breathe. Like ugh. the air is just so heavy. But anyway, so in 1818, in the area around what is now Apalachicola, I practiced that so much and asked my husband if I got it right. So we'll see if I still got it right. Florida local well, townspaper. Do I? Paul, will you text me and let me know? Uh, I want to know. Probably if not. <laughs> Probably not. He'll be like, yeah, sure, sure. It was, it was close enough. Local newspapers reported a story about a, quote, man-sized monkey, end quote, that was raiding food stores and stalking fishermen along the shore. The SD Jepjaki is from the Seminole and Mikosuke culture so i'm sorry if i said that wrong but i had to kind of sound it out describing a get this description foul smelling physically powerful and secretive creature oh and the name roughly translates to furry tall man or hairy giant what if this was just like a very like 
hairy redheaded dude who was just really tall. He never had bad hygiene. Yeah, and was just hungry. Like, could have been and just attacked people. It seems a little bit rude. Which, in defense, he didn't actually attack anybody. He just, you know, kind of raided places that stored food and would stalk people, but not actually attack them. Just freaked him out basically what if it was like a raccoon that decided that had one That's wish a big raccoon <laughs> and it wished to be human and so like oh that's unfortunate <laughs> i don't think it would want to be a human it would rather be a raccoon <laughs> at least then it's thought of as still cute yeah, true. in 1929 a sighting occurred at perky bat tower which had recently been reconstructed at the florida keys Reports said an unknown ape-like creature came by the construction site to inspect the inhabitants. Upon seeing the tower full of bats, shook the tower, causing the bats to fly away, then ran away into the woods. I don't like the name of that place. (laughs) Uh, Anything that is referred to as perky makes me think of titties. And so... (laughs) That's your fault. Not everybody else's. But... My first thought was, like, I could totally see Montana just doing this, like, running over there, shaking the tower to get the bats out, and then running away. Oh, yeah, for sure. It probably was me, like, truly. And that's when I said, here's where Montana says it was her. It was me. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) In Suwannee County, east of Tallahassee in 1942, a man reported that a creature of that description hitched a ride on the running board of his car for nearly a half a mile before jumping off and running to the nearby woods. For those of you not in the south or the U.S., woods is considered a, quote, like a small forest. We don't have forests here. They're all just woods because trees. Kind of like our autumn is fall because leaf fall down. It's woods. We're going to make it simple. Leaves fall down. It's fall. (laughs) No, like, how did you... So, 10 minutes, this creature, like, just hitchhiked in the back of this dude's truck? He just just didn't feel like walking. Just kind of hitched a ride on the running board, waited a minute, and then just took off into the woods. Tell me uh, what you would do in that situation. Because I have a great idea of what I would do in that situation, and it's not continuing to drive. Oh, no, I totally would have kept driving. <laughs> no, no, no. I would have, like, slammed on my brakes and then sped off. Like, make that dude, like, slam into the, the back of the truck bed, and then hopefully... Oh, no, that's just rude. Well, he's just I, I hanging don't... out. He was, he was just hanging out. He didn't do any, any harm. I mean, if he wants to hitch a ride, he can pay if he was 400 to 500 pounds, he might have done some damage to that vehicle. Yeah, I just, it seems, it's so weird that people just go on about their business in situations like this. I'd I'd be shitting my pants, number one. I'd have to immediately need to take a shower. Number two. Oh, for sure. There's, I would run my truck into a tree. Like, it's just, mm -mm. it's not happening. I'm just like, huh. Look at that thing hanging onto my car. Oh, and now it's gone. All right. What's that smell? I'll I'll report that later. And then he can't get the smell out of his car. Yeah. There were multiple other sightings in the 1940s in a small community called Barden, located in Putnam County, Florida. That was attributed to the Barden Booger. Not to be confused with the Barden Bellas. That's pitch perfect. Um, 
And if you remember in out the uh, Chakalaka episode, that was what they called the Chakalaka monster too. They called it a booger. So I guess that was like a common term right around that time period. Well, I mean, sometimes I call Tiger booger. (laughs) This one was the Barden booger. Uh, In the 1960s in Alachua County and Marion County, there were a slew of reportings, including on a report that involved several members of a single family coming across the ape not far from their rural home. Once it had, it was even described to be a bit of a peeping Tom because it was busted while looking in their windows at night. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's like a raccoon that turned into a person. And he's just nosy. Like, what yeah. do humans do? I need to. I need to observe for a little while. I need to assimilate. Let me in. watch humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be confusing as I'll get out. But good luck. Later, another sighting was reported in 1957 by three hunters saying their camp had been invaded while they were in the Big Cypress National Preserve east of of Naples in the southwestern corner of the state. By the way, the distance between the previous sighting and this one that I just mentioned is about 400 miles. So, dude gets around. Um, Just be on the lookout if you're in Florida, basically anywhere in Florida, because it could be there. Also, it has been reported in certain areas of Georgia and Alabama as well. But if it's like hitchhiking in the bed of trucks, like, of course, it's going to get around, especially if it's if it hitchhikes half a mile at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Or if it hops on like a semi truck or something like that, like he could get 400 miles in like a few hours, like seriously on a semi. I wanted to, I guess. I mean, free transportation. I know that we're always looking for government funded transportation, but I think he knows what's what's up. You just I need think to he knows that if he tried to get on public transportation, they'd kick him off. I don't know. Uh, I've seen some pretty make crazy videos yeah, that's about people on public transportation. That's <laughs> it's going to be par for the course. <laughs> I won't argue with you there. Uh, so per BFRO.net in 1971 to 1975, uh, a rash of sightings occurred in Broward County and surrounding areas. Multiple eyewitnesses reported nocturnal encounters with a five to seven foot ape-like creature with dark red and black fur. These, and this is the first time black fur was mentioned. These events were heavily covered in newspapers, both local and in other Florida cities, such as Miami, and were some of the earliest instances popularizing the term skunk ape in the state lexicon. Reports allege that the skunk ape had invaded homes, stalked people, and killed several of a farmer's livestock, including a horse and a bull. The local police department investigated after one law enforcement officer reported striking the skunk ape with his car. (laughs) Posses were formed in an effort to locate the alleged creature, but no body or evidence was ever found. What is it about the South that goes looking for these types of things? You know what? The police can't handle this. We got this. Y'all go get the go get the gun out of your car because we all know you have it in your car. It's so incredible. The chocolate monster. They do the same thing. (laughs) Exact same thing. And they were looking for this thing. Like me, I'd be like, no, sir. We're um, we're getting um, armored doors for our house uh, and we're never leaving again. Like end of story. That's it. But again, I'm a big baby. So. Might might look out the windows because I'm nosy, but that'll be about it. That's where you get cameras. 
keep there yourself you safe. Get some cameras, people. That point out from your house. <laughs> yes. Maybe some on a on a lamp outside, like on the outside of your yard. That's fine too. Some additional reports from westpalmbeach.com. Quote, I know it exists. Palm Beach County Sheriff's De- Deputy Marvin Lewis insisted in 1980. He and a fellow deputy, Ernie Milner, shot a tall creature. That's all it says, a tall creature. In 1974, west of Lantana, that grunted and quickly disappeared into the swamp. You know what? I would grunt, too, if you shot me. Yeah. That would be I mean, the least of the noises that I made. Yeah, I was going to say, I would be screaming. <laughs> I would be crying. Um, there's a lot of things. I'd probably, you know shit my pants um this is this is a common reaction to situations it seems yeah. like i mean for you. yeah you're you scared do, shit your pants you get shot shit your pants that'll get some people to leave you alone hey he have, does that might explain the smell having Especially to go to a party you don't want to go to shit your pants <laughs> like shit your pants Solves, solves all problems solves that, so many that problems. and drinking water if one doesn't solve it the other one will it will. It you is. have anxiety? Shit your pants. That doesn't help it. Drink some water and take a shower. <laughs> Ted. Fair enough. That's I'm sorry if you hear a dog me. barking in the background. There are little minions running around the house right now. It's fine. It's yeah. not mine. No, not this time. <laughs> in June 1974, Lake Worth farmer Buddy Starrett said a skunk ape lifted one of his hogs, weighing over 100 pounds, and ripped it to pieces. In September, Wellington security guard Carrie Cant- Cantor shot a skunk ape after it approached him from out of the woods and ignored his commands to stop. The wounded creature ran back into the brush. By the way, why is that everybody's response is to just shoot people? It's the South in America. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is that everybody's first response? <laughs> it's like, well, I shot it and it ran away. You know what? I shot it and it ran away too. <laughs> I mean, like, oh my God. Everybody it is interesting to note that in 1974, the Everglades were experiencing a record drought and an and issue with wildfires. So the thought being here was that it was forced out of its habitat to go to civilization for what it needed. Um, That's why there were more. Uh, okay. In 1977, two workers reported seeing a seven foot tall, hairy ape like creature sipping water from a lake on a golf course which, by the way, gross, near Delray Beach and notified Palm Beach County Animal Control. And that was that was the report. I guess they never found anything. Vietnam War okay. veteran and former police officer Charles Stockman and his wife Leslie and their three children lived on the Oceanside near mile marker 94.5 on, in Key Largo. On July 14, 1977, He and his 13-year-old son, Charlie, were collecting bottles in the thick red mangrove behind their home when they caught sight of an enormous eight or nine foot tall skunk ape. So this thing is like doubled in size at this point. It had a huge head and shoulders, he said, long fur all over, and it stank like a dirty, wet dog. The noise he made was a high-pitched wailing. So now it's not a grunt, it's a wailing. He said he cleared 30 feet of brush from around his home to discourage a return visit, but the overpowering stench of the skunk ape persisted over several nights. Then local law enforcement received a call about a massive creature crouched beneath the cover of a shed on their property. 
Monroe County Sheriff Deputy Bill Hayes, Florida Marine Patrol Captain Jack Gillian, and Sergeant Randall Chin from the Plantation Key substation investigated. There's definitely a problem here, Officer Chin reported. These people are truly scared to death. Good good investigation there. Okay. Great what if it's job. just an alligator in a wig? They could Carrying be. a skunk around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it got stuck in his teeth and he can't get it out. And it's just decaying and dying, and that's why he's, he's trying to get out. like human help. <laughs> like somebody kill me. help me out here. I'm stuck. <laughs> Mrs. Stockman fled to Homestead with her three children after catching a glimpse of the creature 30 feet outside her bedroom window. Although no tra- trace of the skunk ape was ever found, Charles slept alone with his shotgun for almost a month before rejoining his family in Dade County. Well, I'm surprised he doesn't already sleep with a shotgun. You know he really was. <laughs> he just used that as an excuse. So some, to a little note here, there was actually a bill that was proposed in 1977 to make it illegal to, quote, take, possess, harm, or molest anthropods and humanoid animals, end quote, in an attempt to protect the skunk ape from those who sought to harm it. Who the fuck is trying to molest the skunk ape? <laughs> Oh my god, like you need therapy, friend. The bill did not pass. (laughs) But they tried. uh, To get past the like the smell enough to like what is happening. Florida, are you okay? Actually, no, they're not. They're not. (laughs) We know this. At 2 p.m. on Wednesday, July 16, 1997, Steve Goodbread, a guide for Pelican Tours, was driving a bus with 30 tourists along Turner River Road in Big Cypress, just east of Ochopee. He was stopped at a wooden bridge when he observed a large creature standing erect behind some brush approximately 70 yards away. It was about seven feet tall with thick brown hair covering its entire body. The creature was rocking back and forth, shaking the bushes I could just see. <laughs> it appeared irritated by their presence. Let's go away. Ooh, I'm a big, tall, scary thing. What, what's funny is like when you said, uh, when you described it and said it was standing erect behind some bushes, I was like, this is some horny dude just like standing back there with a boner. <laughs> and then I was like, no, oh, erect guys, means like weird. standing up, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> But I'm glad you announced to everybody else that that's where your head went. What is wrong with me? Oh, my God. Oh, there's so many answers to that question. Goodbread and his passengers observed what they believed to be a skunk ape for at least 15 minutes. He tried to pers- this is funny. He tried to persuade one tourist with a telephoto lens on her camera to exit the bus and take photographs, and she refused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. think? she's probably sitting there like sir can you please drive away i am scared right now you won't what wait you want me to get off the what the fuck is wrong with you you want me to get off the bus oh but wait in retrospect goodbread said it was probably a good idea that no one got off the bus no shit oh my god florida y'all are y'all are doing the most he drove away with the creature still in sight even though Goodbread had always believed in the possibility that the skunk ape existed, he was shaken by the experience and refused to advertise or exploit the skunk ape with his tours. But yet, he reported it on, on that article. But it's fine. 
Less than a week your later, at seven words. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not matching up here. Less than a week later, at seven forty-five a.m. on July twenty-first, nineteen ninety-seven, a real estate agent, Jan Brock, spotted a skunk ape cross in front of her while driving on Burns Road in Big Cypress. She described it as very shaggy looking, maybe six and a half or seven feet tall. Fifteen minutes after her encounter, Ochapee Fire Chief Vince Door photographed the same skunk ape after it entered the forest near his home. Quote, at first I thought it was a bear, but bears don't stay up on two legs the way this thing was, end quote. Also, does Florida have All the proof I need. I don't know. I guess so. They must have some. I thought they... I thought they only had alligators, crocodiles, <laughs> oh, they, Florida man. They're not quite to the caliber of Australia, but they have plenty of things in their state that can kill you. Okay. On December 29th, two, the year 2000, my birthday. Woohoo. This not, is not like really late in the year, born. but I guess. Yeah, no. Um, it's interesting because that's actually pretty late in the year, so, but I guess it's Florida, so it would still be warm. The Sarasota Sheriff's Department received an anonymous letter with two enclosed photos from a woman purporting to show what her husband believed was an escaped orangutan that had been stealing fruit from their back porch. She never mentioned anything about a skunk ape, but the photo clearly shows a large primate that is definitely not a, an orangutan. The letter begins... Quote, enclosed, please fly, find some pictures I took. My husband thinks it's an orangutan. Is somebody missing an orangutan? Well, only in Florida. Is somebody missing one? Just thought I would report it. The woman wrote that for two nights it had taken apples her daughter brought down from up north off of their back porch. The photos were taken on the third night after she went outside to investigate a repetition of deep whoop noises. Okay. <laughs> She aimed her camera at something that moved in the darkness behind the saw palmetto bushes at the rear of their property. After quickly snapping two photos, each accompanied by a blinding flash, the creature retreated into the woods. The woman wrote that its awful smell lasted long after it had left the area. She leased their do- leashed their dog in the backyard and it never returned. Which, by the way, that dog must have been like, bitch, you don't put me out here <laughs> And hope I'm going to scare it away. <laughs> Wait, come back. It smells was, like ass. <laughs> this was obviously not a tugger-sized dog. <laughs> the woman signed off, God bless. I prefer to remain anonymous. So she I wouldn't get her do. name. <laughs> but she wrote that the incident occurred on their property near I-75 east of Sarasota in an area that includes the Mayaka River and the Mayaka State Park. The creature has since been known as the My- Mayaka Skunk Ape. Okay. And then it was also reported, I'm not going to go through it. Um, I wrote an, another version, but it was on a couple of different articles, the the report about that tour um, from David Sheely, but I won't go back over that again. So some possible explanations for this creature. Skeptical investigator Joe Nickel has written that some of the reports may represent sightings of the American black bear, possibly some suffering from mange. And it's unlikely that the sighting, and, and it's very likely that the sightings are hoaxes or general misidentification of wildlife. The United States National Park Service considers the skunk, skunk ape to be a hoax. Mm. That being said, another uh, 
News article reported many researchers believe that the skunk apes are the descendants of orangutans that escaped from traveling circuses that frequented Florida during the mid 20th century. While it is true that many sightings have described the creature as resembling an orangutan, the average orangutan stands only four and a half feet tall and weighs less than 200 pounds. So this is like two to three times that size. Uh, Yeah. Many of the skunk apes have been reported to be at least seven feet in height. It would also not explain why a tall swamp creature known as the Esta Japajaki, however you say that, has been seen by the Seminoles in the Everglades ever uh, for over 200 years because it's in there. Um, uh, it's been reported for a long time in their culture. In recent news, the skunk ape has been widely adopted across Florida as an unofficial mascot for wilderness and rural cu- culture, including appearing in roadside businesses and attractions, television commercials, and on signs. During the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, one Florida business used the skunk ape's reported foul smell to promote social distancing. <laughs> I don't know if that meant that they actually used a foul smell and blamed it on the skunk ape. I'm not sure how that worked. The skunk oh ape is God. often the subject of conferences that host guests. Well, if only the mask actually helped with the smell, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, just. I, I, I learned if that you really could just bottle working in the public. That smell. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. The skunk, the skunk ape is often the subject of conferences that host guest speakers, research presentations, trail running events, and vendors. And interestingly, today I found an article that was posted nine days ago about, quote, remarkable footage of the Florida skunk ape, end quote. And it was on original.newsbreak.com. Montana, I sent you the link. Okay. So I want you to watch it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pause the recording. What? Okay. No. So, like, the video is like. You don't have to describe. I'll describe it. But what's your reaction? I can't, like, no, it does, from the back, it does look like, it kind of looks like a silverback gorilla, Mm -hmm. like, the way the shoulders are so broad, and it kind of tapers down, it's kind of, like, black, like, solid black almost, but a little bit, like, uh, silver or white or whatever you want to say, it kind of looks like that, and it's like, I can't, first off, like, why are you... Sir, why are you recording this? Okay, so let let me read the, the description. So Josh Highcliffe is the person who took the footage and posted it on YouTube. And it appears to corroborate the sightings. A dark figure covered in hair is seen digging in a, out a stump. The video was originally posted in October of 2013, and ever since its release has sparked intense speculation about what this creature could be. He recounts that he was hunting hogs in the area around 6 p.m. when something caught his attention. A black crouched figure about 50 yards away near a dead cypress tree. At first, he assumed it was an ordinary hog, but soon realized that the unidentified creature stood at about 7 feet tall with broad shoulders and big hands. His initial impulse was to flee. Yeah. Yet he managed to document the experience with his iPhone and post it on a, on to YouTube. He titled the video, I think I saw a skunk ape. Please help, referencing its putrid smell. 
This video has been viewed and commented on by thousands of people, some believing it to be irrefutable evidence of a skunk ape's existence. On the other hand, there are also skeptics who speculate that it could simply be a misidentified escaped gorilla, which, by the way, did nobody report an escaped gorilla? This thing's just been hanging out and nobody noticed. I just... No, no. But anyway, he would, there, he would that's the description. Yeah, no, I can't, like... And the thing is, is, like, he was already recording. Like, he had been recording for, like, two minutes or whatever. And the second, like, that thing stood all the way up, he didn't even, like, turn around. The skunk ape didn't even turn around. This he dude, like out. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm, I'm getting the... F- peace out. Uh, bye, friends. Getting the fuck out of here. Like... If I was already recording, if I was brave enough to sit there and record this thing for two minutes, if it stood up, I wouldn't be running. I mean, and he wasn't being quiet. So I would be very surprised if it wasn't hearing him the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It kind of it did kind of look like a a gorilla. I'm yeah, not going to lie. It does. And we'll include a link so you got you lovely listeners can uh, click on the link and, and watch the video. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it got me when he, he took off running the second it stood up. It was like he noped on out and he just booked it. That would have been me the second I saw something out there. I'd be like, oh, oh God, this is why you don't go outside. Especially if you smelled the smell that, that this thing apparently has. Like, I feel like it's one of those smells you can't miss. So, no, all truly, right. Truly. So what, how how do you feel about it? Are we thinking real hoax? I aliens <laughs> i'm like so i'm when it comes to these types of things i'm not a skeptic i truly want to like believe in these things like for the most part i'm like yeah this is, and this is how it could happen like i'm basing my evidence or i'm basing like any evidence i come to on the fact that i want it to be real but i don't think this one's real i think i think people either it was a raccoon that requested to be turned into a hairy human. And that's why it like trashes everything and it smells like garbage. Or okay. it's a scruffy dude. Um, and that one had black hair. It didn't have red hair. It could be Clifford the Big Red Dog. You know what? No. I think that video was a gorilla um, or somebody in a gorilla costume. Uh, faking it for clout video uh, views. YouTube thumbs ups. Yeah, YouTube thumbs up. Well, however YouTube works. Uh, we're 8 million years old. We don't know how YouTube works. Uh, for yourself. <laughs> Paul's going to be so mad at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't think this thing... I, I think it might have been real at some point. Like, there could have been something that could have been like that. But at this day and age, if nobody's caught it, like, except for that one video on camera, I just don't believe it's it's real. There is one other video, and there are a couple of pictures, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, none of them are real definitive. You scared the hell out of me. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. My entire soul left my body. I was like, who the fuck just came into my house with well for you listeners at home my husband almost gave me a heart attack i'm I'm not cutting i'm cutting a little bit of that but i'm not cutting all of that out like i legit 
my my whole soul left my body for a minute. Um, the man that I married, who has never been quiet a day in his life, quietly came up the stairs from the carport and then stood in my doorway until I caught him in my periphery and I thought somebody had broken into my house. <laughs> so, oh if my only God. we could hear the video of that. Like... I felt the blood drain from my face. I was like, oh, fuck. It's <laughs> it's going down. Recording a true crime podcast, and I'm going to be murdered on a true crime podcast. Man, our ratings would go through the roof. Could you tell? Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Good Lord. Have Where you recovered yet? I think I've recovered. I, I believe I, yeah. I was finished, and we were we were moving on to you. Your your favorite okay. time of the of the night. Okay, yeah. Certainly. Well, good job. I wait, what did you think? What do you think it is? You didn't tell me. I think it's Florida needing to be involved in the Bigfoot conspiracy. Um I think this is a bunch of different sightings of different things and misidentified wildlife. I don't think the the actual creature exists. I, I think everything just stinks in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, you you just, you have a lot of swamp. You have a lot of different animals. I, I think it's just misidentified animals, honestly. Um, but it makes for a really good story and some very interesting stories uh, to read from people that swear up and down that that's what it was. Yeah, and I mean, it could just be an alligator in a wig. Like I said. It hasn't been disproven that that that's, you know, nobody has said that it's definitely not, so it's, it is possible. Are you saying it's possible? Yeah, I'm saying it's possible. <laughs> well, good job. Let's, good job. let's go for yours, though. Let's see how realistic yours is. Actually, mine might be pretty realistic. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. We're, we're going we're gonna to get into it. So I'm going to tell you today about the lizard man of Scape or Swamp. Wait, just with what? The lizard man of Scape or Swamp. Okay. Known as the lizard man of Scape or Swamp or the lizard man of Lee County or the Bishopville monster. A lot of names. The creature... Yeah, he's got a lot of names. Or it might be a she. I'm going to refer to it as a him. Um, because, I mean, no woman would ever. Uh, <laughs> fair. fair. <laughs> the creature that roams the swampy area around Bishopville was first mentioned all the way, way, way back in the late 1980s. <laughs> Wow, you really had to hunt for that information, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Uh, late one evening on June 29th, 1988, while it was still dark out, a teenage boy by the name of Christopher Davis was driving home from work when he blew a tire along the edge of Scape or Swamp. He got out of the car to change the tire when he heard a sound, like someone running, getting louder and louder, suddenly from the darkness something or someone emerged the creature was described as green wet seven feet tall what the fuck is it with these tall ass creatures man and it's always seven feet too 
I that's know. very consistent. Basically, it's definitely taller than a human. I think that's that's where we get the seven feet from. But continue. Yeah, I think it is. Um, seven feet tall with like three was a six foot man wearing heels. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> he had three fingers, red eyes, and scales. How did you uh, have time to count the fingers, sir? I know, like truly, truly. <laughs> Okay. Um, also, I'm pretty sure I dated him in my early 20s, but, you know. Okay. Swamp monster. Christopher. <laughs> probably. I probably did. Christopher scrambled into his car and frantically began driving away. As he did, the creature attacked his car. He ripped off the mirror and gouged uh, the roof of the vehicle before Christopher could get away. Okay, so that's physical evidence, number one. Number two, dude can run, apparently. All right, noted. Yeah. Once home, he told his father about the incident, and his father took him to the police station to file a report. This wouldn't be the last encounter with a lizard man, either. No, no, my friends. This is simply the beginning, as we know it. On July 14th, 1988, the Lee County Sheriff's Office investigated a report of car dam- of a car damaged overnight while parked at a home in the area of Browntown outside of Bishopville, South Carolina, on the edge of Skateboard Swamp. The car reportedly had tooth marks and scratches with hair and muddy footprints left behind. What's it trying Sheriff- to do? Eat this car? <laughs> nope that I, I thought the first one tasted good and it just ran away but nope nope these definitely don't taste good i don't want to eat these anymore well i think it thinks cars are snacks <laughs> we'll get okay. into it. <laughs> sheriff listen truesdale noted this was the start of various claims that eventually coalesced into a story about a lizard man in the swamp The increase in newspaper and media publicity prompted further reports of sightings, and the area soon became a tourist attraction for visitors and hunters. Local radio station WCOS offered a $1 million reward to anybody who could capture the creature alive. That's not a small penny, all right. No, it's not. And back in the 80s, and just like... Also, where's this money coming from? Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. On August 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a police report alleging that he had encountered the lizard man on Highway 15 and he had shot and wounded it. Here we go again with them guns. Y'all need to calm down. He presented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. What did this guy do to some other type of lizard to get that (laughs) evidence? And now I'm concerned about another animal. No, I know. Well, and I'm I'm mostly concerned because Orr recanted his account two days later when he uh, he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol and the misdemeanor <laughs> offense of filing a police report. <laughs> oh, it got better. And uh, also, um, what it what would cruelty to animals? I that I that should have been tacked on to. 
Yeah, exactly. According to Orr, he had hoaxed the sighting in order to keep the story about the lizard man in circulation. Reports of the creature gradually declined at the end of the summer. Local law enforcement officers speculated the sightings were likely to have been a bear. What? Did how he many bears is green? Yeah, how many With bears three do you know fingers? That are... I have three fingers. They're green. They're wet and slimy, and they have scales. How many bears do you know like that? A bear with mange, like in my story. Are they green? <laughs> that was just the swamp water. Wait, do they have red eyes? There we go. Hey, if they had their eyes open under that water, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's true. If you've ever swam mess in a out of it. chlorine pool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <sighs> There were some it's skeptics. interesting that he wanted to keep the story alive. Like, why, sir? Were you getting paid for these stories? Like, please explain. He was just bored? I don't know. Maybe? Um, well. Guys, life was really boring before people started reporting these sightings. I gotta keep this going. It's preventing yeah. the boredom. This wasn't even COVID but, time. No, my thought is, like, maybe he thought he could get that $1 million award. But they and, said like, you had to, like, bring the dead animal basically or they wanted it alive they didn't want it dead oh well then that definitely wasn't cutting it they wanted to experiment on our boy glad he got away rude yeah there were some skeptics out there who didn't believe in chris's story an investigator and killjoy by the name ben radford and stated <laughs> These are my notes. And truth go. tellers always ruin it. All right, let's go. No, I know. They always do. Stated that the details of Chris's, Chris Davis's story do not hold up under scrutiny. Uh, sir, you don't hold up under scrutiny. Go away. <laughs> Imagine that a story about a cryptid doesn't hold up under scrutiny. That's right? First. <laughs> Have a little bit of imagination. Continue. Have a little bit of wonder. Don't ruin it no for everybody. Thing. Sheriff Truesdale stated that Davis's story never wavered, but Radford writes that isn't true. Over weeks and months and repeated tellings, the details changed many times. From having scales to the creature being packed with mud. Also, if it's like a swamp monster, it can have scales and have mud on it too, and it probably will. Probably. I'm just saying. Very likely. My two cents on that. How far away Davis was from the creature when he first saw it, and whether or not it attacked the car. Radford questioned how Davis was able to see details of the lizard man of the lizard man at 2 a.m. when there was no lighting nearby in a heavily wooded area when the moon was not bright. Well, there's if some detective was, work. Yeah. Okay, sir. If this was an aggressive creature, why were there no other credible sightings? According to Radford, the timing of Davis's story didn't make sense either. If Davis saw the creature in shadows while he was closing the trunk of his car, Davis still had to get back in the car and take off. Yet Davis claims that the creature was so fast that it caught up with the car when he was doing 40 miles per hour. Reports vary with the source 
that Davis told police about the attack two or more weeks later. So in some cases, some people say like he went home and he told it just to clarify this. Some people say he like went home, he told his dad and his dad took him to the police station. Others are saying that Chris didn't tell his story until that previous story came out. Until the July story came out. Okay, but also, if this really happened, would you not think that people would not be believing you? That would be my first assumption. Yeah, same. I'm going to go to the police station. I'm going to report that I saw this random, crazy, weird creature that I've never heard of before. And they're going to take me seriously and investigate it. They're going to walk me up in the loony bin. Yeah. Also, it was the 80s and Chris was black. So his story wouldn't have been believed likely anyways. But if somebody else came out and said, hey, this happened, it might have fueled him to be like, hey. Hey, that happened to me too. Like this happened to me. Yeah. And to just talk about like how fast the, the car was going or whatever when Chris left. It sounds like this monster wants to eat vehicles, not people. And so <laughs> that is he was killed like. on by like, like people running away. But he was like, oh, look at that scrumptious fucking car. Let me nab Yum. nab at that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that so, color in a while. Suck it, Rutherford, or whoever you are. Radford. I'm going to say your name right. My fucking nose. This dude sounds like he'd be great at a party. <laughs> also, <laughs> I want to point out that Chris did take a polygraph test and passed it. And of course, and of course, our life of the party, Radford, stated that the polygraph test was a publicity stunt by the Southern Marketing Inc., a company arranging personal appearances for Davis. This, so, my friends, is why you don't bother taking a polygraph test. Because if you pass it, then it's a fluke, or you know how to to make it pass, even though you're lying. Um, but if you fail it, all of a sudden you're guilty. Yeah, you you can't win. Just don't bother. Just don't. Just don't do it. Don't ever take a polygraph test, even if it's a funny little joke, because your friends are going to ask you some stuff that you don't mm-hmm. want to answer because you've lied. Don't do it. Another and curious if you're issue. Do it. Just lie about everything. Never tell the truth. Yeah. Don't ever tell the truth. Just tell them you have crippling anxiety. I would never pass it. I, I would be telling the truth though. <laughs> oh my goodness. Another curious issue was that there are no photographs of the damage to Davis's car, which provide some evidence that something happened. So nobody photographed it. But that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It is interesting that he didn't get it photographed. But his dad probably just got it fixed. Yeah, but 80s or not, they had cameras. And I have a hard time believing they wouldn't have taken a picture of that. But okay, we'll we'll keep going. Okay. Um, Let's see, where was that? Uh, oh, newspaper accounts give various descriptions of the damage to the car. And in one local newspaper, Davis is quoted as saying, quote, he escaped with no more than a scratch on his fender. Radford states that Davis's report is quite literally incredible, riddled with both implausibilities and impossibilities. It may be sincere or it may be a hoax, but in either event, 
No hard evidence of the creature has been found. I fucking hate this dude. He's like my nemesis. Seriously. Delivering those truths hurts, doesn't it? (laughs) If I had a nemesis, his name would be Radford. That's just rude. Okay, fair enough. The lizard man steadily grew a cult following over the years, yielding monster hunters, tourists, and skeptics alike. There were the occasional sightings over the decades and a smattering of automobile maulings. This dude, like, this monster loves a car snack. Like, when I say I have car snacks, I mean something completely different than what he means. Yes, same. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Always within the vicinity of the swamps around Bishopville. But nothing like the summer of 1988, when the lizard man made his presence and appetite for cars known. (laughs) (laughs) And appetite for cars. Good to know I figured that out real early. All right, let's keep let's keep going. Yeah. Then in the summer of 2000, so we're fast forwarding uh, quite a bit. In the summer of 2015, our boy was back. The elusive lizard man not only been had not only been spotted, but someone was able to snap a photo of him. Jim Wilson said he was traveling to, towards Camden on South Carolina uh, 34 when. Quote, something came out of the woods and ran across the scape or bridge. As any good South Carolinian who potentially spotted the lizard man would do, Wilson got out of his car and began taking pictures. Well, it's that or shooting. So those are your only options. <laughs> so true. So true. I'm so glad he didn't shoot him. It was a tall quote. It was a tall, dark figure that had a tail and appeared to have scales. It was almost like an alligator with a short nose and long legs, unquote. Wilson said a creature. uh, Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, maybe yours was like an alligator in a wig. And like his brother is up here. (laughs) Maybe. Cars. You know, you never know. His brother that smells better, apparently. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about like smells in this. Couldn't find anything on smells. I thought you think he was he was green and slimy. Like you would think it would smell, but well, and typically a swamp doesn't smell great. Like exactly, but okay, no. I'll go with it. Maybe people in South Carolina are just used to it. You would think people in Florida would be used to it. You'd think, but whatever. Wilson said a creature heard him and turned towards him just as he snapped the last photograph. It then moved quickly into the water, he said. As Wilson returned to his vehicle, he looked back one more time only to see the creature crossing the swamp. Quote, my friend told me it's probably a pet monitor lizard, but my girlfriend thinks it's the lizard man. Unquote. Which I am that girlfriend. She is me. Explains a lot. He wasn't the only one to see the lizard man that year either. The same year, a woman by the name who went by the name of Sarah said she saw the creature while attending church with a friend in Bishop Bill. About 10 miles north of Scape or Swamp, quote, we saw a lizard man come from the woods and run along the tree line. My hand to God, I am not making this up. But, like, 
If you have to say my hand to God, I'm not making this up. Sure. That's just me being a skeptic. Like, Sarah, I believe that you saw something. Probably wasn't the lizard man because it was 10 miles away from the swamp. And I don't think he travels that far. And I do believe in the lizard man. How do you know he doesn't travel that far? Maybe he hitched a ride. He he refrained from eating it this time. I don't think he has the willpower to refrain from eating a car for 10 miles. Hmm. I think he needs that car in his belly. It's not going to get him anywhere. Agree to disagree. Where's this picture, (laughs) by the way? Oh, hang on. All right. I'm sending you the link to the picture that was captured of the lizard man. It's on CNN. Struts his stuff. He definitely looks like he's, like, walking down a runway. Like, he's getting it. My boy is getting it. Yeah, this totally looks real. Okay. It does. It truly looks real. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look at all like a person dressed up in a lizard suit. Mm-mm. I never thought it did. <laughs> Whatever. Alrighty then. That looks very awkward to walk around with a tail like that. You know what he looks like? He looks like the what the actual embodiment of a Machamp would look like from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually like, just looks like a, a, a costume where that's how you're dressing up. Yeah, he he looks like a like an actual Machamp. He is in built with a tail. very built. Yeah, Got some serious muscles going on. All right. Okay. We're going to rewind just a little bit to 2008. My dude's, my dude's been uh, been doing the bench bench press. Yeah, Sorry. he's been powerlifting. Like, I'm here for it. You know what? Maybe his lizard uh, woman broke up with him, and he's just trying to get back out there. Maybe. Maybe that's why Working it took so long. Plans. Probably. In February 2008. It, probably. I mean, I'm a little bit north, lizard man. Um, I'm already spoken for, uh, Bigfoot has already laid claim to me. Um, so get in line, ship shape. In February, 2008, Dixie and Bob Rawson of Lee County reported something had left bite marks on the front of their vehicle. State officials tested samples of blood found on the car and said it appeared to be from a dog. A few weeks later, according to published reports, sheriff deputies found a dead cow and dog nearby. So, okay then. They made it up as a hoax. According to Jansen Cox, and this is where, all right, so we're about to get into, like, kind of what I think is going on a little bit, but in some, like, way, way back machine stuff. But according to Jansen Cox, the head curator of South Carolina Cotton Museum and a local lizard man historian, accounts of the lizard man title I want to know. Do I? Is that an official title? Lizard man historian. I actually think he is because from what I looked up on this museum, they have an entire uh, exhibit on the lizard man. All right. Whole thing on the lizard man. 
Accounts of the Lizard Man may go back centuries. Published in 1520, the testimony of Francisco de Chicoro? Chicora? Yeah. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah. Contains some of the first eyewitness accounts of Southeastern Native Americans. And within those stories, they tell of, quote, men with tails a meter long, a meter long and as thick as a man's arm, who ate nothing but raw fish, which, I mean, maybe his taste evolved over time for metal. For metal. Um, Who's to say? Even the nomenclature of the area helps legitimize the myth. Local po- post it. Locals post. Why? What? Why did I type it like that? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> locals post that scape or refers to British phonetic bastardization of. And I'm going to fuck this up. Scylapore, plural for Scylaporus, which doesn't help me that much, <laughs> which is the scientific genus of the abundant eastern fence lizards that inhabit the area. Okay. Never heard of a fence lizard before today. It sounds vaguely familiar. Um, in March of 2015, paleontologists found skull and bone fragments in North Carolina, which led to the discovery of Carnifex, Carnifex, Carolinesis. Basic, I don't know. Basically, quote, <laughs> the Carolina butcher. All right. A land dwelling crocodiliomorph type creature whatever this creature is crocodile is a crocodile like creature that walks on its hind legs and lived in the north carolina swamps around 230 million years ago so it's it real seen until 1988 <laughs> but i guess our boy's been hiding now <laughs> for a while <laughs> for a while yeah um I I tried to look for like firsthand accounts like I did with um, Nessie and I couldn't really find any, but I did find that the South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted out a warning about possible lizard man appear- reappearances <laughs> during the Great American Solar Eclipse of 2017 when oh, a wow. total okay. solar eclipse occurred in the state. After all, it wasn't cl- clear if he if his seemingly nocturnal nature would be befuddled when dusk arrived in the middle of a summer day. That's fair. You never know. Better be safe than sorry. Sadly, lizard man didn't get the message. Perhaps he doesn't do Twitter. (laughs) Probably not. Though sightings have dwindled. The love of lizard man lives on in lore (laughs) in our hearts. And at the Lizard Man Stomp, an annual <laughs> Lizard Man Festival. This year it's being held on June 24th, 2023, in Bishopville, South Carolina. And I've already talked to my husband and we're going. Of course you are. 
take lots of pictures and we'll post them i will so that's the lizard man of wow bishopville or all right so yeah that was a thing what what are your thoughts what do you think happened i think that the pokemon was based off of this dude i think it was too i think it was too and i think this is a descendant of that dinosaur and it, it totally doesn't look like a fake a, a person no, no, no. in a costume at all um no it doesn't but you be the judge dear listeners we'll we'll, we'll post a link to the uh to the side so you can you can you can be the judge you can look at it and tell us what you think all right um yeah so i think that i've never heard of a lizard that had a taste for metal and cars uh especially when they got blood samples which meant that it had to have cut itself when it did bite so you would think it would have learned but maybe not just couldn't overcome that that urge Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know but um, so that's our, our swamp episode, everyone. Good job, dude. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Good job, you. Good job, me. Uh, Samantha, where can our listeners find us on social media? Hey, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Reaper Tales Podcast. And how do they email us? You can email us at reapergals at reapertales.com. Make sure to email her at any given time and she'll look at it on Thursday. But if you so happen to be in front of your phone or your computer and you get a response, send one right back to her because she'll respond right away too. Because she has nothing better to do with her Thursday nights. She's just editing. That's true. Please like, rate, review, subscribe uh, on whatever listening channels you use. Bonus points if you do it on ones that you don't use. And if at all possible, write a written review as that helps us out and more people can find us course that's not our main goal but other people might find us at least halfway as amusing as you do or we find ourselves so there's that nobody's ever gonna find us as amusing as i find myself this is accurate one can dream i guess yeah that's true (laughs) anyways until next time we love you we mean it bye-bye the reaper will come